0: It is Sunday Funday. Welcome to the 31 Days of Dread. This is where, this is my podcast, and this is where we, I'm Peter A. DeLuca, by the way, your host. But this is where we do, we profile one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. And we, like, all the movies are paired together. They're they're kind of, there's like little groupings. And that's mostly so we can kind of understand, uh, like, some of these very complex subgenres within horror now this is four years going we've been doing this for four years and we have a lot of study we're doing something insanely interesting today because this person's still in the game this person has an awesome website and I'm talking Elvira and we're the movie today is Elvira mistress of the dark now 1988 we have like a boom of a mag okay you know what let's go through that intro I will be right back Alright everyone, before we get into something spooky, let me sell you something. Trial by fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description. And I will see you on the printed page. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So okay. <laughs> hey, little teaser there. So as I was saying, hey, I'm Peter A. Deluca by the way, the pop culture pope, the sketchbook king, the eclectic one. Your boy Spicy Taco. Okay. All that stuff's out of the way. So I'm really excited to talk about this because this is one of those movies. This is just one of those movies that I just I put on. It's on Hulu. I just put the freaking thing on. And what happened after was I seen it about three times now. Uh, watched it again last night. Didn't record last night recording later today on Sunday just because I wanted to refresh myself with the ending. And this has nothing to do with me like memorizing the plot or the characters or running through the story with you. I just wanted to soak it more in. I just wanted to get more of this movie in my bloodstream, pun intended. It's blood because it's Halloween. Give me one second. Uh, look, look, I just got done a huge drawing session too. My brain's a little bit... Uh, I need a little. I need a quick drink. Give me one second. Yeah. So the 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 excitement that this came from it's th- this movie. Okay. If if we want to discuss what to pair movies with, look. Well, The idea of me focusing on comedy is becoming more and more important. It's 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 becoming more and more relevant. Now, this might be one of the only episodes of the Thirty One Days of Dread where um, it's important to timestamp it because we're we're really we're literally in the middle of what's called a culture war. Uh, It's it's related to the concept of a cold civil war. And uh, there's like this uh, a assault on American comedy, assault on comedy overall. Comedy seems to be dipping and fading away, and the uh, the leaders and the thought leaders of comedy, you know, like the best guys in the game, sort of thing. They're they're not cranking out material. Uh, cause it COVID. They can't hit the clubs. Like there, there, there's no curation of talent. There's no institutional knowledge being built within comedy and then we have this um this attack on hurting people's feelings and i'm not saying some of this stuff doesn't need to be like i'm not making a statement on that that you know some of this stuff it's it's a little bit wild it's a little bit this it's it's a little bit that but i do think we're going to approach a generation where comedies are gone like they're just not there and stuff won't be funny and we won't have this uh like Descension of a voice that we get through comedy when i was watching a uh i immediately wanted to pair it with uhf getting back to that point because this movie is the movie the perfect movie to watch with you uhf uh mostly because see they they both deal with like public television and you know that's a good but you know the, the public television stuff mostly bookends this movie the, this movie is really about her uh, fish out warrior, stuck up town, her being, uh, you know, a little bit wild, uh, overly sexual, overly into the, uh, goth stuff, you know, like, Avira was goth before goth was goth, which is very cool, and yeah, she's, she's funny, snarky, one-liners, uh, overly sexual, uh, she has every single teenage boy in the town, like, uh, you know, chomping at the bit, at her whim, and then we have, like, an uncle who's looking for a book to do a, a seance or a, uh, you know, a ritual to become all-powerful. But she actually does become all-powerful. But Evira comes out on top, kills him, and then we end the movie with a musical sequence. That's the movie in a nutshell. That's not the important part of this movie. Uh, the, the great thing with this movie is that it is free. It shoots from the hip. Uh, the 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 over-sexualization of of Avira is amazing. The her puns, her her uh, you know, this one she gets hit on the head and she goes, "How's this guy's like? How's your head?" Because she gets, you know, she gets bonked and she goes, "I never had any complaints." Th- these one-liners define an error that is now fading away. It's it's not going down the memory hole. It's literally being marched to its execution. Movies like this. This is probably. Now, I'm pairing this with another comedy. Which originally was going to be Adam's Family Values. I don't know, people. I was drunk when I uh, (laughs) made the list. But tomorrow's episode, episode 19, is going to be Beetlejuice or Beetlegeice. Uh, we still don't know where that came from. Why there's so many uh pr- pronunciations and misspellings of Beetlejuice within the movie Beetlejuice, um. But the cartoon series was called Beetlejuice, and I- I'm sticking with that. But um, th- you know, and. Uh, I i I just want to say also that Beetlejuice is important, but it's not as important as this. Pairing another movie with this, uh, my best option, the best thing that came to mind was another Elvira movie. Um, you know, I I couldn't get another one even if I paid for it on Amazon Prime Prime instant. So I just wanted to put another comedy in there I saw Beetlejuice recently Beetlejuice just inspired me because I forgot how wild Beetlejuice was and uh, I'm doing a Halloween party and I did recently buy a replica Beetlejuice glow in a dark grave which is absolutely amazing but yeah so getting back to why this is important we need comedy we need voices and characters like abara uh, you know we, we we need this idea of like pushing against the status quo of fighting against uh things that we think are normal because like that's the human spirit that's the human condition there's no other genre that does that like comedy does now horror reflects who we are on the inside uh reflects our our, our fears and and often Often, you know, like we can go back to um from beyond, you know, uh, earlier this month. Uh, you know, it goes into our desires, but comedy is relevant for the day. It's usually funny only during its day. Like for example, Andrew Dice Clay would drastically have to change his act to uh, get another Showtime special, which I think he may have have had. But like, you you see the point though, okay? Comedy shifts. Horror stays. Science fiction projects from the culture now. From from um like from our consciousness now. These three genres are insanely important. This movie, okay, has moved my needle to the point where I'm like I almost want to do a month of comedies hardcore. Like let's go through it all let's start this long-term study with comedy that we did with the 31 Days of Dread because I feel like all of it needs somewhat to be documented and, you know, um, spoken of. And it's like, and that's it. It's like this this movie completely moved me. It's completely fun and well done. Uh, I just feel like you can watch this movie with anyone um, you know, like, a viral, like, it's so hard to take your, um, uh, Cassandra Peterson, I think is, uh, her name, it's so hard for you to take your eyes off of her, like, oh my god, um, like, even now, like, I had to, like, google what she looks like now, and she's still a smoking hottie, uh, unbelievable, yeah, and look, look, and then along the way, we have this, like, this imagination, this this freewheeling uh, lifestyle approach to culture from the 80s going into the 90s. You know, 90s is excess 80s, essentially. You know, and we're at the end of the 80s, and we're getting, um, you know, almost like this, uh, you know, like this idea of everything exploding and becoming bigger in the 90s from from, from this movie alone. Now this movie, I think it cost seven million. Uh, I box office. I think Maya broke even. Yeah, you know, and like that's it. The movie goes away, and Cassandra Peterson like doesn't get any more opportunities. Now I'm not saying she's still not in the game. Uh, she has a awesome website, awesome merchandise. Uh, anyone out there doing that, use that as an example, like what she's done. Uh, I'm doing it because you know. Uh, I really need to start building all of my stuff out uh, obsessively again (laughs) and I I, every time I say that I say to myself Pete aren't you already obsessive no I'm not obsessive enough but yeah so the idea though that we're fading from one error going into another error that Elvira is this character that she created that is still around today and uh, i think i got i gotta hit up her youtube channel and and subscribe and, and you know she's gotta be i mean i would say she would definitely have a quarter of a million subscribers i could be wrong but everyone check out this movie watch it rewatch it show it to your friends and enjoy it and then watch it with uhf everyone 31 days of dread peter a deluca here the eclectic one Rock and roll. Trial by fire. (laughs) Let me just push my own stuff. Trial by fire on Indiegogo. I love you and rock and roll. Quick announcement. Quick announcement. So this episode is dedicated to my father, RIP, Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you and we miss you every single day.